0: Hello, and welcome to the Niche Podcast for Friday, June 21st, 2013. I'm Jonathan Stark.
1: I'm Kelly Shaver.
0: And we're here to talk about building apps that run everywhere. This week, we continue with part three of our screencast on how to build a REST API with Ruby on Rails. If you're listening to the audio-only version of the podcast, please visit niche.cc and look for episode 62, and you can view the video there. Please stay tuned. The Niche Podcast is next. All right.
1: Wow, you sounded like you knew what you were doing.
0: <laughs> it's 62 episodes later and I'm starting to to get it down.
1: It's only the third video though.
0: Yeah, it's tricky doing the videos. Apologies to the dear listener for being so late with the videos. It's it's just amazing how much more time it takes to deal with copying files around and editing and saving and exporting and uploading. It just takes forever. Yeah. So, hopefully uh hopefully we'll get this one out. A little quicker than the last one. But speaking of the last one, we left you guys with a bit of a cliffhanger because we hit a bug that we couldn't immediately figure out. Uh, but as soon as we stopped recording, Kelly immediately located <laughs> the error. So, uh, <laughs> yes. isn't that, it's classic. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the same when someone's watching. I mean, it's always different when someone's watching. That made no sense, <laughs> anywho, So let's pick right back up where we left off where we encountered the bug. I don't know if oh, yeah, I can see on your screen you've got you yes. actually have the errors up. so let's just pick it up right from there and uh, off to the races.
1: Yes, this is our our two failed tests that we had previously, and. <clears throat> uh, I could just go ahead and fix the bug because I know where it is now, but I thought it might be helpful just to show how to do some some better logging in your RSpec tests.
0: Great. Yeah, that's perfect.
1: So we can can see it that way. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to my test file here. And, okay, wait. It was retrieving and updating that we're having problems with. Okay. Uh, I suspect, well, I know for a fact now, but I suspected before there's the same error causing both, so... Ooh. I'm just gonna insert some lines here. And just...
0: Rails logger debug. Mhm. Yeah. Again, it's almost like it's almost like the authors of Rails thought of everything.
1: Yeah, and I'm just putting some blank lines in there so things will be easier to to see because I'm not gonna fool with typing everything out to run spec tests one at a time or anything like
0: that. So right, Okay.
1: And before I run them here, though, I'm going to go over.
0: Uh, Okay, so so you're telling the log with yeah, uh, I can watch it as a test run. Yes, you can watch it live. I love that.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Cool. Oh man, that's cool.
1: Yeah. So we can just scroll up here, and then we in the. there's the response body that we're getting back. and as you can see here in the test, we're looking for a, a JSON object called first name mm-hmm. that should match the the first name
0: that you sent him. set in the
1: test right, right right But as you can see here, we have rather than having that name on everything in the root, it's all nested under a person object.
0: And so that's right
1: there is our problem.
0: So we were just looking in the wrong place.
1: Um, yeah, but actually, I, it's personal preference. I don't like having all of our responses nested under a person when I, I know that I'm retrieving a person. Right. So I'm actually going to go in and <laughs> actually going to go change that so that the root node doesn't render. Yeah. So to do that.
0: Although I think that makes it technically not a JSON object, but I totally agree with what you're saying.
1: Uh, and it still validates. So.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I can't remember. It's JSON lint. If you if you ever are messing around with uh, JSON and you're not sure why your stuff's not validating, you can go to jsonlint.org. I think it is.
1: No, it's com.
0: Is it com? Check that yeah, out. It's .com. Fancy.
1: Yeah, and yeah, it does it does validate to uh, to JSON lint. Okay, cool. But yeah, so we just create a. It's an initializer. A file here in our initializers, folder for Rabble. Mm-hmm. And we'll just we'll set some rabble settings here, and that just runs through. And then I've got all the these are all the defaults here that I've just got commented out.
0: Nice. Well, that makes yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense to do this in the in the template config, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, in the in the Rails initializer. Right. So we're just we're just going through and just telling it um, include the root false and include. Root for child objects also false.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool.
1: So then, go back, run our tests.
0: Everything's green. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I think I'm getting a little bit of screen light, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get too hung up on it because it will be fine in the video because we're recording on your end. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Awesome. So, uh, you know, we probably goofed around with that for like 30, 30 40 minutes, which uh, I trimmed out of the video because there was no sense watching it.
1: Yeah, it was just stupidity on my part for not catching it sooner. Just uh, I'm not used to being watched. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I need to hire a guy is, to come really? here. And
1: come, I need to hire a guy to just come and stand over my shoulder, and watch me code.
0: <laughs> yes, with his arms crossed. Looking, yeah, looking just judgmental. Move,
1: sunglasses on him, mirrored sunglasses.
0: Just going, tisk all the time, tisk tisk.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, Fab. So that means that with our tests passing, um, we've got yes. our person controller and our person model all set up, right?
1: Uh, With the exception of any kind of authentication.
0: Yes, which is what we're going to talk about this week. Yes. Excellent. Okay, so now, in case it's not obvious, I'll just say that, um, you know, in the context of this particular application that we're talking about, which is um, this is the Kilo API, and it's for tracking calories. You know, when someone logs in, there's no sense showing them everyone's calories. They just want to see your own. So uh, there'll be a login, and when someone Uh, queries the api it'll automatically be filtered down to just the records that they have access to view so right so just totally standard yes kind of thing you'd have in virtually every api yes excellent you ready to show us how amazingly easy that is with ruby on rails (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ready to do the authentication. Yeah, we can do the authentication. Um there's a couple of different parts here. I'm trying to figure out where best to start. Um I guess before we before we filter access to this person controller itself, it would probably be good to be able to log in.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to create a controller. And this is where we're going to put all of our login logic.
0: Cool. So that's interesting. Creating an authentication controller Mm -hmm. that... Uh, that's funny. It feels like it's not an object, you know what I mean? I mean, like, keep going. I'm well, just yeah, sort of like, yeah,
1: it doesn't, it doesn't have a model,
0: yeah, like a color commentary, it's just the controller, right. right? It feels weird. It feels like feels like it's the kind of thing maybe you'd put in a helper or you'd create a session model, but um, uh, but just go ahead,
1: yeah. Like, I, I could create a session, you know, we could call it session controller, whatever, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, 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 just uh, cuz it's one of those things, it's like everything needs it and it is this weird abstract concept. Yeah. <clears throat> and I've had conversations with people before and it's like if you're going to do it, uh if you're just going to be really pure about rest, then theoretically you should consider this session as a resource and you know, it's like it becomes this becomes this big thing when really all, we just need it. We're just really trying to do something simple and it's a really common thing. And so I don't feel too, like, freaked out about doing special yeah. treatment or, like, exceptions, you know? Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, it's,
1: you know, it's kind of one of those things you have to deal with on, you know, on every app. So.
0: <laughs> right, right. So, you know, yeah. dear listener, if you have a different opinion about that, please let us know. It's one of those things that uh, I'm always, I always go back and forth about it. Yeah it offends my sensibilities on one on one hand but on the other hand it's like let's just get this done you know
1: yeah yeah we'll hear this will um this this may this may offend you even more <laughs> 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 because i'm going to actually uh, just for the for the sake of simplicity and because it kind of makes sense i'm going to go in and i'm going to add an authenticated an authenticated method to the person model mm-hmm. so that we can we can check and make sure that the person is authenticated Mm
0: -hmm. all right so we're back in person.rb in the person model and you're just adding this is my color commentary for the people who are just listening adding uh authenticated as a method on the person the person class really yeah and again this is one of those things that people probably just cut and paste but do you, can you explain why yeah. it's self dot and authenticated and not just authenticated
1: um, yeah, because, um, well,
0: it kind of looks like, so, so for for example, set calories. Yeah. It seems like it, I wonder if it's similar to in PHP when you have like, uh, you got class methods and you've got object methods. Right. Right. And it seems like that would be a, an object method. So once it's instantiated, then this would be specific to.
1: To this person, a particular
0: yeah. object, but thing like a thing like hash password is going to be the same regardless of the object, so
1: right, right.
0: All right, so i have to look this
1: up. I have to look this up because I can never remember it because it's, it's kind of long,
0: yeah. Okay, is it the same as the hash password above it?
1: Oh yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. So <clears throat> I'm having a real problem scope wise understanding like what's what. Mm-hmm. If, so inside of self dot authenticated, you're creating a variable called person. Find by email, which is a function defined somewhere.
1: Which is it's a it's an active record.
0: Really, find by email is like a yeah. default thing.
1: Uh You can do find by underscore and then any column name.
0: Oh.
1: for your in your database column.
0: Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay, so you get a person back, and then if the person comes back, yes, and then if password, Okay, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, if the person's password
0: encrypted mm-hmm. matches. So, and then you're pulling the password salt out of the record you retrieved, which makes sense. Yeah. And then the password you're passing in, though, is coming from...
1: It's going to be... It's coming from... Uh, the parameters in the post that you're posting to the
0: yep I to got the you. controller and this is again this is like
1: yeah I I understand the confusion
0: that bugs the crap out of me because it's like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it, it kind of bugs me too because it's like if you don't know that's where it's coming from it's just like, there's no indicator to say
0: right like yeah. you feel like at the point the point where you call self dot authenticated you should be passing in a string, you know, a value parameters. Right.
1: Right. To be passing in the password.
0: So there's not like this tight coupling between the request, which is a very far away thing. Yeah. And the guts of this function, like this function now has a dependency on the request, which seems a little bonkers to me.
1: Yeah. I I understand why that feels a little, a little icky to you. And I, I kind (laughs) of share it, but at the same time, once you get used to it, it's, you know, easy enough to just do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you.
1: But yeah, but yeah, I I get why you why you feel that way. All right, so now we're gonna set the per the access token for the person.
0: So, I see a typo, I think. Ngon hash secret. Um. Hmm. Uh, be, then the, on line 56 at least on my screen it looks like it says
1: oh yeah it be engine yeah. in gone <laughs>
0: yeah alright so that what that does is if person in person password equals okay makes sense gotcha
1: yeah so it's just gonna get the gonna hash the password that was passed in using the salt and the person and, and see if there's a match
0: mmm Salty hash browns.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> okay, cool. So now we're just going to create what's this secure random. Dot uh, it's button? just a
1: library to generate random uh, random strings. Like I'm creating a random hex. Okay.
0: Like it's
1: like 10, 10 character string. It's mm-hmm. so 5 hex pairs. And then now that we're going to save the model, now that we've added the access token. Mm hmm and then we'll just return the person object.
0: And what's the exclamation point? I know that's it's convention.
1: Um, the exclamation point is going to go ahead and save it. It's not going to worry about running any kind of validations or anything like that. It's just it's just going to do it.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: So you want to you, know, you only want to do that if you're confident in what you're doing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Person save goddamn it is it's short yeah. for. Okay.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've often had situations in applications where I want the... I sometimes want to delete a record with, you know, silently, like, no checking, and other times you do want to kind of do a double check. Yeah. And that would be... It's like a perfect case where you're like, you know, where there's that difference between, like, yeah, just just delete it no matter what or delete it uh, right. with a confirmation of some kind or a validation check.
1: Yep. Yeah, sometimes you just want to do it no matter what. And then here, if we're... If the... um. No, we're just going to return nil if we don't have a match.
0: Okay. All right. So we've created the authenticated method. The
1: authenticated method in our Person controller, and now we can go back to our Authentication controller. Here, this will this will solve your problem.
0: Okay. Catch you, and then you could go back and accept those right, on the other side. Right, we're yeah. passing email and password. I would to feel it feels so much better.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's see. How will we to to give this a little context? How is this? This will be called with like a post create. Pointed. Yeah,
1: it's going to be, it's going to be called, uh, it's going to be a post action. We're going to set up a login route. That's going to point to this.
0: Ah, okay. That's what I was going to say. Is like, we don't have, yeah. a mo- if we don't have a model, how do we tell it?
1: Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make a couple of routes for it.
0: Okay, cool. All right. So create is when they're logging in, you create yeah. a global person variable, which is global to this class, I guess. Global, global to this class. Yeah. Okay. Uh. unauthenticated and then that is either going to be nil or have the person it's
1: either going to be nil or have that that person
0: model yes and then then respond with and it'll be nil of the person okay great
1: Yeah. and actually put that up at the top because we're going to respond to to Jason Mm -hmm. it's the only thing we're really worried about cool responding to there are several different parts to this and they're spread out across a couple of files I'm just trying to figure mm. where best to go next with
0: I mean me- doing. if if yeah. mentally for me it would be seeing the routes would help a lot
1: okay yeah we'll go ahead and set up the routes then
0: cool I always think of stuff from like the beginning of the chain of events. Okay. So that's now you're adding in, we're back in the uh, routes.rb file we looked at previously, I think two episodes ago, Um, or maybe it was last. I don't know, but the, the, When you originally deleted the source stuff, the stuff that was generated automatically, it was set up with like get, create, get, delete, get whatever, get destroy. And then we added in the resources Mm -hmm. stuff that's now on line five. And so resources, that that must be expecting after it models, right? So you've got, on line five, you've got resources people. Yeah. And that's resources... Must be telling it that there's a model called people then?
1: A uh, controller called people.
0: A controller called people, all right. Yeah, it's
1: our people controller.
0: Right, that makes it. I should have known that. Okay, so uh, now here on line three, you're saying match instead of resources.
1: Right, right. We're just gonna match, basically, we're just gonna match the text
0: here. Okay. Gotcha. So if if the root level of the API URL comes in with a slash login, it's gonna match it's line gonna, three. Right. And line three is going to say, "All right, sweet. What do I do with this? Okay, use the authentication controller and do the action create." This is really cool. Like again, I feel like there's a, there's just like a lot to learn. Yeah. But yeah, once you routing know it,
1: routing changed fairly significantly in Rails three from mm. from earlier versions of Rails. So
0: it feels a little confusing, but I think it's because it's really flexible, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean,
1: there are there are probably. Yeah, you know, there are three or four different ways you could do this.
0: Right. I mean, it would be would I be correct to assume that although it might be more typing, you could also do match people and then pass it the controller and the action, uh, or no? I guess not oh, because you need a, to as know.
1: opposed to the resource people. Right. Yeah you you could you could do like for instance down here and then you could add. You'd have you know you'd have to specify your verbs that you wanted to accept. And oh, I like see. That, I so. see.
0: Right. 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 Yeah, you wouldn't want to because yeah. it would be more. Like, <laughs> You're why right. Would you wouldn't want
1: to. <laughs> right.
0: Cool. This is yeah, so, this is very cool.
1: Yes. So there is our there is our login route.
0: So easy. All right, that makes me feel better. So then that that's going to funnel requests into, um, oh, do you have to, sh- would you put post in here anywhere? Are you going to, do you, do you want to specify that? And if you did, would you do it here or?
1: Uh, if you, if you wanted to, yes, you could do it here. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. But, but yes, this is, this is where you would do it. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, and as I look down through all this commented out stuff, there's like tons of examples of how to set this up. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's the the default routes file has a ton of examples for different ways you can do routing. Yeah, that's great. And like you can put like you can do regular expressions in your matches and, and all kinds of stuff. So mm. Okay. So then we <laughs> have <laughs> we have our login route, which I probably should have started with so you'd be less confused. No, that's all right. That's pointing to the create action in our login controller. Mm hmm.
0: Now, I see what you mean. It's hard to say which is really the first thing to look at, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, we're basically when, when we authenticate, we're just returning the person model. And in a normal application, this would be where you would set session data
0: kind R- of thing. Okay. But so. But it in an API, the the client application is expected to retain the that uh, token that we passed back.
1: Right, right. So we're we're responding with the person model. Mm-hmm. And So then what we need to do, right, like we're we're sending back the person model, and then they can just take the access token for the person model to make additional requests. Right. So there really is no session to destroy. So our logout method our destroy method that we're going to create here is actually rather than destroying a session, it's going to destroy that um, authentication token.
0: Yes, that makes sense. Just erase that so, value from the person record.
1: So I have. I'm going to go ahead and write. I'm going to go ahead and add something to our application controller to um, kind of to set the 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 user that is authenticated by the token. Because we've done in the authentication controller, we did um, the user uh, email password based authentication. Now in the application controller, I'm going to do the token based authentication.
0: Right. <clears throat> I gotcha.
1: And I'm putting it in the application controller because I want to use it everywhere.
0: Makes sense. So does that mean that this, this class, which currently is empty, this class like runs before anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So for any, well, for anything that inherits from it, I suppose.
1: Right. right. From anything that record. yeah.
0: Alright though well that's super convenient. Anything so so people controller inherits creates. from application controller. Okay. And this is going to check the headers, I guess. Right.
1: Going to pass it, we're passing it as the authorization.
0: All right, so header. if you looked if we actually sniffed the traffic, we would see literally a header called authorization. Right. Well that's a standard header anyway, but Right. Okay, cool. Okay, so if access token is nil. Right,
1: if it's nil, we're obviously not logged in.
0: Yeah. So theoretically though, they could be trying to log in, right? So I guess right. we're gonna handle that case, I'm sure. Oh, I got you. So authenticated as that variable is gonna hold the, the person. That right. Makes sense.
1: Right, and if the person is not found, then it's also going to be set to false. So, mm-hmm. so either way, you will get the person model, or you will get false. Cool. Whether so it's from whether it's from failed access or, or not passing anything at all.
0: So, inside of every other controller, like the people controller, we could just we if we wanted to. Well, you're going to show. We're going to
1: require yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, can, can re, we can. I'll do that in a second. We're going to require okay. authentication before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Before they can do anything.
1: Yeah. So, now we're setting setting authenticated, so.
0: Uh, this is my next question. Can we bomb out here? Yes. So, unless authenticated as is not false, basically. So, unless it's kind of like saying if not.
1: Yeah, and actually I did that wrong. I did that. That should be.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, so if we're not authenticated.
0: Def require auth. Gotcha. So <clears throat> so require auth is one function and it is going to basically bomb out and return a 401 if the, the if authenticated person is false.
1: Yeah, right. If we can't find a person with the access token that's being provided.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Cool. Love it. Okay. So let me guess, we're going back to person or no? We can go person to per, we can go to
1: people, we can go to authentication. Um, actually, if you want, I can go ahead and do the delete action for the authentication controller and just finish that up.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, so by virtue of the fact that authentication controller inherits from application controller, that authenticated yes. as it's access going to be set. token would be yep. set. Either either be false or whatever. Now there, you're clearing right. out the global variable.
1: You're right, I'm getting rid of the access token mm-hmm. that's set on this particular person that is logged in as authenticated as. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to.
0: Holy mackerel! Wait a second. Are you saying that that authenticated ad is a is a reference to the record? Yes. That is scary convenient because <laughs> I was picturing it as like a session variable. So I was like, okay, so she's clearing out of the session variable, but you still have to find the person in the database. No, and no, I it's move a it reference to a record.
1: Yeah.
0: Holy cannoli.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. That is cool. Yep.
1: Yeah. And then we're just going to render nothing because we're logged out. And now, even though it's inheriting from, unless we actually call that authenticated or that require auth um, function, of of course, the value of authenticated is is not going to be set. So we're going to set up a before filter.
0: So let's see, before filter require auth. Okay, so walk me through that one more time. You've got... You've okay. got require auth that makes sense. So before filter is mm-hmm. going to call
1: it's going to right it's going to call require auth before it does destroy. It's re- only only requiring that filter on the destroy. So, yeah, so we're going to make sure you, know, you have to be logged in before you have to be authenticated before you can log out.
0: So. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: So now we can go back to the
0: prevent you from logging out someone you're not logged in as. Right. Right, so we're doing basic same kind of thing here. Only, <clears throat> it's not. Right. Is it like always though? Except. Create. Right, because you had to be able to create an account without being logged in. Right. That's really cool. Like the accept is really cool, and the only is really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could you could do. You could do the same thing with either one of them alone, but. So it's kind of like if and un, if it's kind of like if and unless you can you could do it with just one, you know? Yeah. Before filter accept,
0: create. Man. Yeah. And I mean, now, you, you just have to accept the syntax. It's super wacky like when you when you look at it and you're used to a regular C-based language.
1: Yeah, if you're used to a C-based language, the 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 change in syntax is the hardest part of the learning curve because it's so different.
0: Yeah. So like for, you got a couple things going on here that are throwing me, but I'm just gonna, I'm just going to get used to it, but I want to say it out loud in case the dear listener is feeling my pain. So you've got, first of all, you get this colon syntax, which Mm -hmm. I I don't understand to this day. Like what I I sort, I've read about it and it's like, it saves memory space because you're not recreating. It's kind of like a static memory location or something. But it's not obvious to me when it's kind of like here you, you see the, the colon uh, syntax. And like not
1: obvious, not obvious when you should use it and when you.
0: Right, like, like, yeah. There's a noticeable lack of double quotes everywhere. Yeah. So there's some, like, like for example, on line nine, why isn't that colon people slash show? You know, and then it, yeah,
1: because w- you're passing the path to the view file to the render function.
0: Right, but isn't the before filter... I feel like the before filter is a function that accepts two parameters. It's it's the the method to run and then comma another parameter uh, options. I mean, it looks just like a JavaScript function if you throw... Yeah,
1: if you threw parentheses parentheses around it.
0: Yeah, if you threw parentheses around it and you put quotes uh, around... Throw parentheses around it, get rid of the colons, and and, um, uh, put double quotes around the word create I'm not even sure it's like it's weird it doesn't even <laughs> that's not even right that doesn't even map yeah <laughs> so I mean there's just no way around it you just have to get used to it yeah. you just have to like submit to the <laughs> submit to the Rails authors <laughs> and there's a lot of reason to because there's so much good stuff here once you it get is, used it to it awesome. it's just like you know I mean getting started you must spend a ton of time on Stack Overflow just copying pasting stuff
1: yeah, and actually I've said it before, and I'll I'll say it again. If you're just, if you're starting out with Ruby, trying to pick up Ruby and Rails both at the same time can be a, like a really big hurdle. Yes. So like, you know, start with Sinatra. That
0: is what I'm, <laughs> that, and that's what I'm, that's my, that's the probably the crux of my problem right here is that I'm only...
1: You're trying to do both.
0: I'm partially yeah. familiar with Ra- uh, Ruby, and I kind of get it, but it's almost like I need to go through a project where I write Ruby the way that I write JavaScript and PHP and then i get sick of that <laughs> and then i go okay this stinks
1: yeah if you i mean if you wanted to you could put parentheses and curly braces everywhere
0: but <laughs> I, I i love my curly braces what can i say <laughs> it's the it's scope like javascript yeah. like everything in javascript is of scope like what does this mean the word this like what does that yeah. mean in any given context yeah. and here it's just so much is left to You could, like, this is all great when it works, but when it doesn't work, you just don't, like, I wouldn't know even the first, I have the first idea of where to start looking.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, that's another one of the things that I really love about Ruby is you get really good, really good error messages and tons of testing
0: tools. Yeah, that's cool. So. So you don't have to know what you're doing. No. (laughs) It's not like JavaScript; any idiot can do it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get some hate mail from the, some kind of reaction from the dear some listener. Some kind of reaction, yeah. yeah. Ruby sucks. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, dear listener? No, I'm totally kidding. This is awesome.
1: It is. It is. It, it is hard and, to get
0: used to, but it is awesome.
1: Yes, and one there's one last one last part that I want to do here. Is right now we're not doing any kind of like like you're you're authenticating. Mm-hmm. And you have to be authenticated, but right now, these IDs could be, like, the, like you could you could totally update someone else's information just by passing different IDs.
0: Because you're authenticated. So,
1: right, because you're authenticated. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to set up a, a method down here to make sure that you have access to, that the stuff you're accessing only belongs to you. Mm-hmm. And... I'm I'm going to do it that way. So I mean that way if you like if you want to add an admin role later versus like that, you can just check and make sure oh it's it's either belongs to you or you know you're an admin. So.
0: Yeah, and it, I mean the person the person model is sort of an exception cuz you could do person find by access token, but you wouldn't have yeah. that you wouldn't have the benefit of that inside the entries model that we would create later. Right, right. So this is this pattern will be you could use in any of the
1: Right. So, what I'm going to do, actually.
0: I mean, you wouldn't want anyone to be able to edit other people's records, right? Right. That would never happen. Right,
1: unless you had some kind of admin role.
0: That would never happen in an application. (laughs)
1: There's again. I love unless.
0: Okay, so verify access. Per, and then you're going to do before filter, verify access. Sweet. Okay, this is like, this is the way you, my brain thinks about it. You mm-hmm. just want to say at the top, like verify access, except on creative course, because you've got no token at that point. Right. And... Yeah. So let me see, verify access. So I, I see, now the thing is, I can imagine that in a little bit more complicated application, that verify access could get kind of complicated.
1: Right. Yeah, it could. It could. Which... You could abstract it out to the person model if you wanted to.
0: Mm, right. I was going to ask you that. Could you put it farther down? Yeah, so
1: you could ab- You could abstract it out to the person model. Or if it was generic enough, you could, or sorry, if you could... Um, if it was generic enough, you could put it in the application controller, but it's usually not going to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is so we've talked about uh parse in the past, mm-hmm. which was like this really kind of amazing, um, multi purpose or all purpose API that you can kind of just create stuff on the fly. It was it's really slick, but then it got bought by, bought by Facebook, so forget it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but they. It's funny
1: because I started talking about it in the past tense, like it no longer existed. They yeah, right? yeah, I mean, give me a hard time about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would like never use it now. There's no yeah. way. But But uh, the the they don't do it like this. They use um, access control lists on each mm-hmm. resource. Yeah. Which feels really gross to me. Because you you don't have a central spot to put it or it, let, me, let me put it this way that felt really gross to me until I realized it's exactly how file permissions work in Unix, and mm-hmm. I, I was like, yeah, it is. Ah, oh, that's kind of cool. So you retrieve the record like your your the the API retrieves the record and then it finds out like it does all that stuff at a record level, which I I don't. Completely have my head around, but I do think it's kind of cool. Yeah, because you don't—it's like you use the exact same kind of logic everywhere, regardless of the record type. There's not like a table that manages permissions. Like back in the right. back in the day, basically permissions were kind of like it was sort of easy to do on a table or a field level. If you're thinking about things from a database standpoint, but it was a lot mm-hmm. trickier when it was down to a record level, like,
1: like the individual record level, yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah. ACL really is the solution for that. It seems like a really, really good solution for that. But
1: yeah, much, much more granularity. Right. Yes.
0: So, anywho. So, yes. but again, this is like looking really simple, really easy to read.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can, and like I said, the the verify access. You could, you could abstract it away to to somewhere else, more more centrally located. And mm-hmm. if I was dealing with a bunch of different models, I, I would. But we just have two here, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one last thing, since we're we're setting person here, we don't need to.
0: Right, because that verify access is going to run before all of these other ones.
1: Right with the exception of create, which is a new person anyway.
0: Yeah. It's funny, because this, like, as much as I'm bellyaching about the syntax, the details of the syntax, the overall structure of it is the way I think about the life cycle of a request.
1: Yeah, it's it's so... I mean, the syntax definitely takes some getting used to, but it's so clean. Mm.
0: Yeah, cool. Fab. All right, so... What do we have? What's the next thing? What didn't we do yet?
1: Ah, uh, we could test those if you want to.
0: Sure. Maybe they'll work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we didn't get nothing. Okay. Um, we we'll test login first.
0: Okay. So, creating a spec file for the authentication controller.
1: Yep. So, then we're going to create a person.
0: Mm-hmm. So, person equals factory. Go we'll create person. Yeah. It's going to inspect the model, create some phony. We'll make sure gate- the person can log in. Yeah. Yeah. Go create person. Do we need faker here to create fake data or...
1: Uh, no, because we're doing we're calling factory girl. So factory girl will use factory girl uses Faker. Remember we set up the set up the factory for it.
0: Gotcha. With yes. Previously, I was, okay. Yep. Great. That's even better. And setting the request headers seems like something you might be able to do at the factory girl level.
1: Um, you could probably do it at the in the um, spec helper.
0: Because there's like every, in every case, we're going to be doing that, right? Like for all tests. Yeah. And then post create, and that's pointed at authentication controller. We're going to do. Okay. Cool. Should we do, is that on line five? What is that if can log in or it? It. It, okay.
1: And actually, I'm missing a do after that.
0: I see, okay. Something looked funny up there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it did.
0: All right, so... Explains
1: why my auto-indent broke, too. <laughs> <laughs> and...
0: Do we want to test create, too, right? Like, no, no, this is authentic. That, that is
1: going to call that, create on the author, right, 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 authorization.
0: Sorry, yeah. Right.
1: Authentication.
0: Having that set so like... No object is getting created. No objects were harmed in the process of (laughs) (laughs) creating this person. Actually, I'm going to. So now can log out. And yeah, I'm going to send in the authorization header that we got from that person that you just created. Mm-hmm. Well, you created a person, but we have to log them in to log out, right?
1: Um, actually, when you create a person the first time, it's going to return. Um, it's, it creates an access token and returns it.
0: Did it? Okay. So I didn't realize.
1: Yeah, we have um, here in our, here in our person model. So create. Uh, before create, we're going to create an access token so that they can log in right away.
0: Sweet. Okay. Great. Good thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the response? What should the response be on that?
1: It Should be a success.
0: Is it? It's,
1: it's going to be. It should, it's going to be a two hundred four. Uh huh. But. Okay. Cool. and then we can run those and see, see where my type was are today.
0: (laughs) Yeah. My screen didn't refresh it. worked. Nope. So failed as expected.
1: Failed as expected. Yeah. er Errors as expected.
0: (laughs) (sighs) I can't say it, but so can you?
1: Yeah, I've got an error in my authentication controller. Alright, I told you I told you wrong before. I don't know what I was thinking. I was completely like brain fart moment because I'm not used to talking about code and writing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> in our person model here. Yes. This'll make you feel better too. Is your screen refreshed?
0: It is. I feel uh, so much better. We
1: do have to pass.
0: Is it because you're passing it in? Like if you didn't pass it in the calling file, would you be expected to like, could you skip that and just have some magic work? Like, you, you know could you
1: could just like leave that out and just access params password.
0: Yeah, I think that's what that would yeah. have made more sense to me too. Like, if you if you left that off, yeah, and just I think params that was, password on fifty six.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that's probably made, the
0: cause. Okay, okay, cool. I like yeah, this yeah. a lot better.
1: Yeah, this this feels better than than accessing params directly from inside this method.
0: All right good. So hopefully no one will ever let you live that down. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they won't. <laughs> but hey, you know what? I mean, this just speaks to how awesome the tests are.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right cool. So that so now let's let's see does that uh does that work it out now?
1: Yeah, we've got a routing error. No, I've got a routing error. And several other things. That's all, that's all one of them.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, this is my favorite part, like, because
1: like the debugging.
0: Yeah. Cause it's easy for someone who's just like, Oh, look, just go like this and go like this. And like, and it just works, but it never works like that. It like never you, just works. Yeah. No, it never just works. And you go and you're like, you can't figure out like the, the thing that you really want to learn is how to figure out what's going wrong. So you can fix it on your own instead of just copying and pasting code from a video. Or whatever, or like a tutorial site.
1: Yeah, okay, here's here's one. We had a log in out. We forgot to add a log out.
0: Okay, awesome. Totally makes sense. And let's let's just from my. Can we jump into that authentication controller just for a second? Sure. Just like make the <laughs> visual mental connection between line four and the controller itself. So log out. So it's expecting a word, the word log out in the URL, and it's going to run the destroy method. Awesome. Gotcha.
1: Yeah, and our test was saying, hey, there's no route map to destroy. So This
0: is so cool.
1: So then we'll run our spec again, and we should have one less failure or not.
0: Can you just test the people controller to see if uh, maybe there's like some kind of syntax error in there that's causing everything to fail? Yeah, I can
1: just check people.
0: Right, because if one of the before filters was just rejecting everything, then you wouldn't be able to.
1: Right. Yeah, it's it's the um, before filter that's failing. Cool. That explains why the logout's not working either, because it also requires the for the Right. So we'll go to our application controller. Oh, duh. Of course it's failing in the um in the spec. We're not we're not in our test we're not passing the authorization header. Uh we weren't? Not in the.
0: Not in people, right? Because we deleted the, we commented those out last week or whatever.
1: Right, we deleted those last week.
0: Right, so it was never getting the header, so it was.
1: Right. So that was.
0: Should help a little bit.
1: Or not. We may have to leave on a cliffhanger again because I have another call in four minutes.
0: <laughs> That's okay. Another cliffhanger, folks. I'm sure as soon as we, in the next two minutes, you'll figure it out. Yes, I'm sure I will. All right. So we'll leave you on another cliffhanger. That's our show for this week. I'm Jonathan Stark.
1: And I'm Kelly Shaver.
0: And we hope you join us again next week for the resolution to this, this tense <laughs> issue. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.